1170. The Answer. The Andrea K Show is sponsored by Andrea K. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. tonight on the AK Show, coming at y'all live from the AM 1170 studios here in beautiful, gorgeous San Diego. Oh my gosh, I cannot even tell y'all what it does to my soul when I get to drive around in San Diego in the sunshine today when it's 70-something degrees and it's just slightly balmy in the air. I mean, it just feeds me. And then to have it be a day after The State of the Union address we had last night, which was the greatest State of the Union address that I can can remember in my lifetime. I don't even remember a State of the Union address from a Democrat that thrilled Democrats as much as America was thrilled last night with a President Trump performance at the State of the Union address. So thank you all for joining me tonight. If you're in your cars on the way home in the traffic, hopefully you're not even bothered by any traffic right now. Hopefully you're on a little high today yourself with this beautiful San Diego weather and the President Trump State of the Union address. Glad to have you all with me. Would love to have you call in the show tonight. The lines will be open. I've got a couple guests going to be on the show tonight, but we'll always make room for you. The number is 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. And joining me, as always, is DJ Carrot Sticks. Be careful where you put that carrot. (laughs) I thought I was going to say, be careful where you put that finger. Because I always point to my man, DJ Carrot Sticks. He's not in the room with me. He's actually in in the engineering room. There's a window between us to protect him from me. You know, it's funny. You know, even though we don't practice the signs, I kind of, you give me hand signs every once in a while, and I pick up right away what it is. Yeah, you always know what it is. It's kind of like your mind reading. We got our own sign language. We do. and it, But you're you're especially good with the language and, and all that because of the carrots. It's that beta keratin. Oh, no, that's supposed to help with the eyesight. Yes. Which doesn't explain why you wear glasses. But anyway, hey, we've, we're going to cover the fallout from the State of the Union address from last night, because believe it or not, even though 75% of a CBS poll, CBS, hardly Fox News Channel, 75% gave positive reviews and favorability of the President Trump's State of the Union address last night. Absolutely unheard of. But there's still fallout today, or at least the attempt to have fallout from it. Really, the fallout is actually on the part of the Democrats. So we're going to talk a little bit about last night's State of the Union address. We also have to talk about the expected fallout of the memo because guaranteed the left and especially the FBI, the FBI, they're concerned about the fallout from the memo. And that's why they're trying so hard to block it. We're going to talk about that. Speaking of block, a while back, I asked y'all if you really wanted me to do a segment on Bitcoin and blockchain. I don't even know what the stink that is. That was one of the most responded to posts on Facebook that I did. So many people were like, yeah, we don't even know what this stink it is. Then I had experts from both sides, pro and con, um, vigorously debating it. I'm not going to get a whole lot of answers out tonight, but at least I'm going to get some information to you all from an expert 
in uh, all kinds of currency, an expert in money and economics. Carrie Lutz is going to be here. And then in the last segment of the show, we've got Dead or Alive again tonight. Now, it's a contest here in the Andrea K. Show, and it's really simple. You're going to call in. The first person to get through the lines is going to call in, 888-344-1170. I'm going to give some names of celebrities. You're going to tell me if they're dead or alive. If you get more right than you got wrong, you're going to win tickets to the hottest event, the hottest show that's coming to San Diego. It's the Cirque du Soleil Crystal Show. And let me tell you, Cirque du Soleil has completely outdone themselves this time. Just around the time that we've got the Winter Olympics, they are coming at, they've come out with an experience. It's world-class ice skating combined with daring acrobatics, fusing to create the first on-ice experience from Cirque du Soleil. It's oh, Cirque du Soleil hey. Crystal. It's coming to San Diego at the Valley View yeah, Casino Center. It's March 21st through 25th. This is a must-go-to show, and you can win tickets here on the Andrea yeah, K. Show tonight. So give me a call. Um, so the fallout of the State of the Union address, um, it, it, there was a time... How do I how do I put it? When President Obama, I really disliked everything about President Obama when he was on the campaign trail and why it had nothing to do with his skin color, had nothing to do with his race, had nothing to do with anything except that I knew that he was a Marxist and I knew that that he was hiding his past. We all did. I mean, Hannity, many people covered it. It really was he it, he was really not the blank slate, the unknown person that people presented him to be. Uh, people saw in him what they wanted him to be. I think it was pretty clear just by what he was hiding from the American people and what we knew about him, that he was a Marxist. But that didn't mean that I couldn't still acknowledge when the dude did something good for the country. I mean, did the Republican Party refuse to acknowledge that it was a good thing that Osama bin Laden was killed? Did we want to make sure that the SEAL Team 6 that took him out got some credit for their bravery and and their courage and the well-executed plan to take him out? Of course. But we gave credit where credit was due to President Obama. It was a good thing that finally the man responsible for the September 11th attacks that killed 2,977 people at the Twin Towers alone, not to mention, it was a good thing, not to mention Shanksville and others. It was a great thing. That he took out Osama bin Laden. That he got credit for that. You know what? I also gave him credit for drone attacks, and I thought that he did he did a, a, some really good work in terms of taking out some terrorists and the drone attacks. So where President Obama did something good, I was able to give him credit to see the Democrat Party last night and some Republicans today refuse to acknowledge. Great things that are, and not even just great accomplishments from President Trump, but the greatness of America. When you've got Democrats sitting in their seats with arms folded, angry at the references to God, references to the flag, mad that he's talking about Americans have dreams too. There's something, talk about fallout. The fallout today, it should be really clear to every American how far crazy ridiculous, anti-American the Democrat Party really is. Even before anybody tuned into Ginger Spice with the drool, uh, Kennedy, I mean, and, and let's talk about that for a second. Here we've got all this Me Too going on. We've got the left that's been pushing this white privilege crap and nonsense. And who does the left trot out for their rebuttal to the State of the Union last night? They trot out a Kennedy? Who represents white privilege and anti-woman more than the Kennedy family? You either have millennials today who don't know who the stink the Kennedys are and and 
anything that the left proposes you know, purportedly cares or loves about the Kennedys. So either people don't even know who they think they are or they know who the Kennedys are and they know that that's the family that is, uh, you know, done. I mean, how many women's lives have been destroyed by the Kennedy family? And I'm not even just talking about Ted Kennedy. Let's talk about the one who died in a skiing accident who, who was caught having a, an affair with what the 14 year old babysitter. You know, I mean, it, you know, the list goes on and on. That's who they trot out. But let's look at the list of things that the Democrats, partial list of things that the Democrats refused to stand for last night. Uh, it, it's, it's, it's apparent, you know, some people were saying when Ginger Spice came out and gave his rebuttal last night, he didn't have any policy in there. There was no there there. What do they really stand for? I think it's more important today in the fallout for last night's speech for people to pay attention to what the Democrats didn't stand for. They didn't stand for veterans. They didn't stand for our military. They didn't stand for wage growth. They refused to clap, let alone stand, for the fact that we have the lowest unemployment for black Americans in the history since it's been recorded. They refused to clap. That is more monumental to me and should be more monumental to the Democrat Party who claims to be the party of the working class, claims to be the party of minorities. That should have been as important to them as Osama bin Laden, taking out Osama bin Laden. That's... And if if the black mark on America is slavery and what was done to the African-Americans, there should be no, no greater moment to clap than for improvements and better well-being and a better level of living for black Americans than having jobs. That should, that should be what it's about. And they couldn't even stand for that. They refused to stand for our flag. We actually had a United States congressman Get up and leave because there were chants of USA, USA. Let me read you a couple of comments. I don't watch The View, but some of the comments that's coming out of not just The View, but other places. One of the, one of the comments that really stuck in my crawl today. Of course, you know, I had, I had some light moments and laughing at, at the, tw- the way the left was trying, trying to twist, uh, you know, President Trump into being a racist. Um, y'all know I got choked up on the show last night when they showed... I can't even talk about it right now. They showed those two couples whose daughters had been murdered viciously and brutally and violently by MS-13. And the left had the gall when President Trump honored them and turned to them and said, there are 320 million Americans who are loving on you tonight and are praying for you and care about you. For the left to try to say somehow that that made him racist was despicable. And then to try to act as though... That was somehow a slam on DACA recipients, as though President Trump was trying to say that all immigrants who come here are thugs. It was absolutely ridiculous. But what I didn't expect today, though, was to see some Republicans or supposed Republicans coming out and saying that President Trump was divisive last night. I think hands down across the board, one of the one of the things that so many people saw in last night and the contrast between Uh, President Trump and uh, Ginger Spice, you know, the Kennedy, I don't even know his name, his rebuttal, was that President Trump's well, speech was about the beauty of America. It was uplifting. There was uh, nothing doom and about gloom the, about it. But the then, of course, we got to have Meghan McCain come out today and say, talking yeah, about, he, this is a quote, but, uh, it was, it was uh, actually surprisingly yeah, not as bipartisan um, as no I had anticipated. And I'm thinking, not bipartisan. Are you kidding me? His immigration plan? He basically has offered the Democrats everything that they proposed in the past and voted for. Ending chain migration, amnesty for these DACA recipients. 
He offered them a, he offered them an infrastructure I, I plan for a trillion dollars. And then, of course, we've talked about the black unemployment. What? what He he said to them, work with me. He offered bipartisanship. She goes on to say, by talking about things like the Star-Spangled Banner, Guns and God, those are things that will certainly make his base happy, but were, and here's here's the disturbing part, but were topics that were a lot more divisive. This is the United States of America. We've got a Republican, the daughter of a senator saying that talking, I mean, it's, it's like, I read that and I'm like, was that Obama clinging to their God and their guns? How is that divisive? This is, this is what the battle that we face. I talked, I think it was the night before last uh, on my show, uh, with, with a filmmaker, this is the battle we face. We have president Trump in office now, but we still need a revolution because everything that our country is about is under attack and not just from Democrats. When it's considered divisive that, that we have a president that's pro-America, one of the criticisms was that he said we 129 times. Oh, my gosh, he said we. I guess, I guess it was better when we had President Obama for eight years who would mention the word I 429 times in a speech. And the ACLU criticized him. Oh, my gosh, President Trump said America 80 times. The American Civil Liberties Union is criticizing President Trump because he said America. What this is about, and it, it, it should be very clear to every American, is that we have half the country that wants a restoration of America and everything this country stands for, and then we have the globalist movement. We've talked about this a million times, but to me, it should never be more clear. I didn't want President Trump to go to a unity message last night. I wanted him to poke everybody in the eye and say, get on board with the Trump train, but I'm glad that he didn't take my advice. I'm glad he did what he did because the fallout today is it is crystal clear to every American exactly how un-American, how anti-American the left and the Republican GOP establishment are today. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to continue to talk about the State of the Union address and the memo because guess who's obstructing justice? It's the FBI. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K, spelled K-A-Y-E. The number one myth with a reverse mortgage is that you can't keep your home. Hi, I'm Michelle Cole, and I'm here to tell you that is absolutely false. You can keep and stay in the home you love with better cash flow and maintain the lifestyle of your choice. If you or someone you love is over the age of 62, call me today at 858-344-5998 and I'll use my 30 plus years experience in lending to see if a customized reverse mortgage is the right solution for you. I'll even pay your appraisal fee. That's 858-344-5998, 858-344-5998. If you don't have an estate plan, then the state, not you, will determine what happens to everything you've worked so hard to provide for your family. Hi, this is tax and estate planning attorney Rod Hatley. I know this not only because of my professional experience, but also having survived a seven-year probate after my father passed away. With the average home in California valued at $1.5 million, that equates to $66,000 in probate fees. The value in having an estate plan is avoiding conservatorship if you become mentally incapacitated and probate when you pass on. Call me for a free consultation at 858-792-3444. That's 858-792-3444. Your family will be dealing with enough. 
So give me a call at 858-792-3444. Every great team has a great coach. Every great coach has a great strategy. Let Al Arias and the AV Arias Company create the winning tax strategy for your small business. Instead of waiting until the fourth quarter to create your tax strategy playbook, don't let the IRS blow the whistle on your financial growth and profitability. Contact Al Arias and the AV Arias Company to set up your tax strategy huddle by calling 619-296-2123 or visit avariasco.com. That's A-V-A-R-I-A-S-Co.com. Attention military families and vets. Your VA loan benefit now grants you a cash out 100% refi with rates in the threes. Fellow veteran Sonia Hadley has also earned her stripes in mortgage lending. She's done all kinds of loans over the last 30 years and now she's uncovered an exclusive VA benefit you won't find elsewhere. With sky high home prices and rock bottom interest rates, there's never been a better time to lock down a lower payment and tap up to 100% of your home's equity to pay off debts, do improvements, whatever you like. Approval is quick and easy with Sonia's in-house underwriting from Arbor Financial. She'll even come to you. Sonia also has a VA streamlined refi with no income documentation, no appraisal, and no credit report. Call Sonia at Arbor Financial to see if you qualify for the cash out 100% refi. Today's rates are in the threes, so call 833-MY-VA-LOAN, 833-MY-VA-LOAN, 833-MY-VA-LOAN. This is Michael Medved for townhall.com. A major study from the Pew Research Center should reassure those of us who worry about the fragmentation of America based on race and ethnicity. Among the 43 million U.S. adults with Hispanic ancestry, a full 5 million don't identify themselves as Hispanic or Latino at all. Moreover, among families who've lived in the United States four generations or more, in other words, those with parents and grandparents who are American-born, Hispanic identification is only 50-50. This means Latinos follow the familiar pattern of other immigrants groups like the Irish or the Italians who de-emphasize ethnic identity after several generations in the U.S. This contrasts with patterns of racial identity where the great majority of African Americans still describe themselves as black even after several centuries in the U.S. Heavy intermarriage plays a big part in the increasingly rapid assimilation of Hispanics among married third-generation Latinos. The big majority, nearly two-thirds in fact, have a non-Latino spouse. Perhaps we're not as fragmented as the pessimists presume. I'm Michael Medved. HelpWantedSanDiego.com salutes the employee of the month, the one employee you can't live without. The others, let's just call them Dave. Dave, why have you been shredding for hours? The boss said we should cut costs, Mr. Employee of the Month. How does this cut costs? These are the expense reports for the whole year. You shredded them all? Thanks to me, our expenses this year are zero. If you don't mind hiring Daves, go to the National Job Boards. They may be free, but trust us, they'll cost you. We make it easy to post a job, and it's local, so you won't get spammed by faraway job seekers. HelpWantedSanDiego.com. Local jobs that work. HelpWantedSanDiego.com. Salutes the employee of the month. The one employee you can't live without. The others, let's just call them Dave. Dave, are you stealing from the vending machine? No, Mr. Employee of the Month. Well, your desk is littered with, like, hundreds of snacks. I merely exposed a loophole by reaching my arm through the flap thingy. Does that sound like stealing to you? Yes. Granola bar? If you don't mind hiring Daves, go to the National Job Boards. They may be free, but trust us, they'll cost you. Yeah. We make it easy to post a job, and it's local, so you won't get spammed by faraway job seekers. Help wanted San Diego.com. Local jobs that work. AM 1170, The Answer. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on AM 1170, The Answer. 
Welcome back to the Andrea K. Show. Glad to have y'all here with me tonight. Hey, give me a call here. Um, let me know what you think about the State of the Union address and what you think about the fallout and, and if there's going to be any on the Democrat Party. You know, we're going into the midterm elections. Everybody's already talking about, you know, what, you know, it's, it's kind of confusing to me why when you listen to President Trump lay out last night all the major successes that have happened in his first year in office and how well, ever, you know, it, the fact of the matter is, Almost everybody or 90-something percent of people in one way or another with the tax cuts are going to have more money in their pockets. Why the Republican Party should be concerned at all going into the midterms, I think, if anything, it's because I do think that the left is so ingrained. They've got their heels so dug in in terms of their position that that's one reason why I'm concerned about attempts to negotiate because it's their way or the highway. They want all or nothing. They want full socialism. But I also think there's, so there's a certain percentage of the country that just, it's like Romney talked about, the 40 something percent just can't be reached. They're too far gone. Um, Then I think that there's a certain percentage of conservatives that don't feel like Trump has done enough to push through his, you know, his, his agenda. Joining me now to talk about all this is John Horst, who's going to run for Congress. Hey, John, welcome to the Andrea K. Show. Thank you for having me, Andrea. Hey, what did you think about last night's State of the Union address? I think it was spectacular. It was just absolutely outstanding in every respect. And I agree with what you said a little earlier. There's part of me that wanted him to, you know, really bring it. And as I listened to him and as I uh, listened to the way that he blended a lot of the things that we as conservatives want in a way that he, he laid out some ideas that the Democrats should be able to get on board with. And I I think he struck uh, exactly the right tone. I was really encouraged. I watched it with the uh, Republican Party headquarters and, uh, and we all really enjoyed it. Well, you know, for some, you know, it's interesting because, you know, I would think most rational people would enjoy it. CBS did a poll, 75% of the people gave it favorable, you know, gave it a thumbs up. Um, but then you've got people like Ma- you've got Megan McCain of all people saying that it was divisive to you know refer to Star Spangled Banner guns and God. You had Matthew Dowd saying he gave everything he did everything but give a unifying speech because he touched on divisive issues like the national anthem, Obamacare, and tax cuts. Who knew that giving Americans more money in their own uh, of letting Americans have let them keep their own money was divisive uh then this is my favorite Cokie Roberts home gal from Louisiana John she said um that uh that that the black people who were angry in there had a right to be angry because many African-American members of Congress were there wearing kente cloth, which is African cloth. And the president never mentioned Africa, John. He never said anything about that. So they they had no reason to relate to him because they were wearing African cloth. This was the, the State of the Union of the United States of America, John. This wasn't the state of Africa, the continent of Africa. Andrea, it's, there are two very, very different things that are happening here. Um, I uh, the way I look at this, it's the difference between the politics being about the redress of grievance and and the, the the very last words of the First Amendment guarantee us the right to seek redress for grievance. And then there are those who just want to monetize our grievances. The the Democrats have given their politics over to grievance merchants. They don't know what to do if they don't have a grievance to get on TV and complain about. They just don't know what to do. And and I think what Trump was doing was Trump was, he's working us back 
to a day, well, a day that we used to have when politics was about how we worked out our differences. Politics was how we reconciled different ideas and different priorities and how we sought redress for grievance, not just merely trying to monetize them. Well, the Democrats, they're so far gone, they've given their politics over to grievance merchants. And it's, you know, we just sit back and watch them commit suicide. In a sense, it's sad because I think for a healthy republic, we need to have um, an opposition party. We need to have parties with different viewpoints that will see legitimacy in the other party's point of view. And the Democrats refuse to do that. It, well, it, and it's it's, just, it, it's because they, you know, they talk about, um, you're right about the grievance, but there's a reason for that. It's not, be, to me, it's not because they don't know what to do. It's because they have an agenda. They need to, it's cultural Marxist play. They need to divide us uh-huh. all up uh, into little categories, tell everybody that they're aggrieved, they're, they're, they are suffering under the, they're aggrieved by the Republicans and by America, which is an evil country, and that the solution is to give the Democrats more and more power over their yeah, lives. Yeah. And that so that's the game plan. And, you know, they and they have been I don't remember to me, the left has been working behind the scenes for a really long time and for decades to try to get that over on us. And and one of the ways in which they've recently in recent years and it might have started before President Obama, but it certainly um, became got to its peak under President Obama in which different agencies, now the FBI, have been weaponized and used to not only cover up crimes by the left and their graft and their corruption, but to uh, overturn or to affect an election. They clearly, I think the reason why the FBI now is coming forward saying they don't want the release of that memo is because they're about to be exposed. They're they're uh, they're the ones obstructing justice by covering up for Hillary Clinton. They're the ones that tried to affect the outcome of election uh, with their fusion GPS Christopher Steele dossier. And now they've, they are about to be busted and trying to unseat a free and fairly elected Republican. And, you know, this, we all need to see this memo. Correct, John? Yep. Absolutely. Um, Andrea, everything that you've just described is it it vindicates those of us who voted for President Trump. I think a lot of I I have a lot of friends and they just can't get their head wrapped around how someone um, of a reasonable sound mind would vote for him. And I've tried to explain to them. To me, I don't really feel any need to defend the president. Um, I'll defend the Trump voter uh, with my last breath, though. Um, We. If you look at everything that is maybe crass or boorish or rude about uh, the way Donald Trump communicates, that's a mirror. We stuck him, we're sticking a mirror in front of the establishment, and we're basically saying, you now get to look at yourself for eight glorious years. Now you get to see how disgusting we think you are. And when you talk about disgusting and how broken the establishment really is, the memo is going to vindicate the Trump voters. That memo is going to come out, and it is going to vindicate the Trump voter in spades. We are we are fortunate at this time in our country that it, with this ex- exposure of what's been going on, that we have a 24-hour uh, self-media with citizen journalists out there with social media and Twitter. Because if we if this was coming out in the old days, and maybe this is why it it got as bad as it did, because for many years. We had a mainstream establishment media that was in the tank for the left. And the American people, I think we've been mushroomed for a long time, kept in the dark and fed crap. Um, because, you know, if if we didn't have, because the mainstream media is not really covering the truth about this. So if we didn't, if we didn't have alternative media and social media and Twitter and Facebook and all that for us to get some truth, 
you know, I, I don't really know where we, we would be as a republic. And it's yeah, just yeah. Re- really scary times that we live in that this has gone on. And it's scary to me that we still have Americans that are okay with it as long as it's happening against Republicans. Well, you look at, uh, you, you put your finger on it at the beginning when you talked about cult, cultural Marxism. It's how an entire generation has been educated to think. Cultural Marxism uh, tries to delegitimize any and all competitors to the state for the allegiance and loyalty and attention of the people. And so the, the, the last thing that can happen is the truth come out about what is being done by the state themselves. The, the idea that the FBI is the one that's been obstructing justice. Yeah. It will explode the cultural Marxist myth. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, it's really, um, I don't know, as, as someone who uh, really kind of likes to geek it up on political philosophy, it's a fascinating discussion. And uh, I can't wait for that memo to come out because uh, that's going to be an earthquake in so many different ways. Yeah, it is. And it's going to be exciting. So, John Horst, thanks for being here. And you'll have to come back and we can continue the political philosophy discussions. I yeah. appreciate it. All right. Yeah, thanks for having me. www.johnhorstforcongress.com. All right. Thanks so much. Hey, stay tuned, Andrea K. Show. Um, you asked for it. What the block? What is blockchain? What is Bitcoin? We're going to talk about it. We've got an expert coming up. And also, don't forget, we got Dead or Alive contest if you want to win tickets to the amazing Cirque du Soleil Crystal Show that's coming to San Diego in March. Give me a call a little bit in about 15 minutes. 888-888-344-1170. Want more Andrea K.? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K Show and like her Facebook page at Andrea K, spelled K-A-Y-E. Statistics have shown that at some point you will die. In fact, I could die during this commercial. Now that I have your attention, this is tax and estate planning attorney Rod Hatley of the Hatley Law Group. Because life happens, it makes sense to have an estate plan in place much the same way you probably have life insurance to provide for your family. An estate plan is a set of instructions for how you want your assets to be passed on in a way that works for you and your loved ones. For a free consultation, give me a call at 858-792-3444, 858-792-3444. I can't wait to help protect your family's legacy. The number one myth with a reverse mortgage is that you can't keep your home. Hi, I'm Michelle Cole, and I'm here to tell you that is absolutely false. You can keep and stay in the home you love with better cash flow and maintain the lifestyle of your choice. If you or someone you love is over the age of 62, call me today at 858-344-5998 and I'll use my 30 plus years experience in lending to see if a customized reverse mortgage is the right solution for you. I'll even pay your appraisal fee. That's 858-344-5998, 858-344-5998. Dennis Prager here for My Hearing Centers, talking about their latest technology, Signia NX. My Hearing Centers is looking for people to test drive the best-sounding, most convenient hearing aids ever. Using revolutionary dual processors, Signia NX has the most advanced soundscape processing in the industry, giving you superior speech understanding, especially in noise. To participate, you must call 619-822-2686. If you or a loved one is having difficulty hearing, or if understanding speech is becoming difficult, you 
you are needed to try these innovative devices. Schedule an appointment today and you'll be given the opportunity to try this first ever natural sounding new technology right in the My Hearing Center's office. Try before you buy what a great concept exclusively at My Hearing Centers. Call and book your free hearing evaluation and free trial in one of their many convenient locations with absolutely no fee or commitment. Don't wait. Call 619-822-2686. That's 619-822-2686. Here's the Word on Wealth, a retirement update from five-star wealth manager, certified financial planner, Marty Schneider, the retirement professor. Greetings, friends. Welcome to this edition of the Word on Wealth. Marty Schneider here. Social Security system is going to begin paying out more than it takes in in the year 2021. Over a period of time, they could continue to bump that full retirement age all the way up to 68. That one simple year would have a huge impact on the system in terms of its stability long term. The other big issue, of course, is they could bump up the tax itself. If you need help on putting together your long-term retirement plan and come on in and see me, all you got to do is call and schedule your free consultation with me, 800-727-PLAN, 800-727-7526. That's it for this edition of The Word on Wealth. I'm the retirement professor, Marty Schneider. Thanks for listening. I'll be back with you right here on these very same Salem Network stations. When most people hear the word leprosy, they wonder if it still even exists. But leprosy does exist. It's a disease that cripples and disfigures, sinking adults and children alike into lives of shame and isolation. The man with leprosy said to Jesus, Lord, if you are willing, you can heal me. Jesus said, I am willing. Are you willing? You can stop leprosy. Right now, you have an incredible opportunity to help and heal children who are suffering. Because it costs only $90 to cure leprosy in three people, you can be the source of their healing. Jesus said, freely you have received, freely give. Give now to help those suffering with leprosy. Call American Leprosy Missions right now, 800-443-0838, 800-443-0838. That's 800-443-0838. Or give online at StopLeprosyNow.com. AM 1170, The Answer, San Diego. You're listening to The Andrea Kay Show on AM 1170, The Answer. Welcome back to the Andrea K. Show. We are into our second half of the show here tonight on Hump Day Wednesday here. Glad to have you all with me here. Some great comments on Facebook uh, Live, by the way. Uh, thanks to everybody. Thanks to my buddy CV out there and Susan Miller, who's tuning in. I got to get to Mark Stevens' comment. Mark says, until all the Democrats... Uh, Democrats are out of Congress. The rest of us who truly love America are screwed. Um, you know, I, I don't know that we're we don't have to be screwed, Mark. I think one of the things that I had hoped President Trump would say last night in the State of the Union address is that he would put pressure on the Republicans. We need to go nuclear option, get rid of that filibuster because the Democrats are not going to reach across. They're not going to help with anything. They've made that crystal clear. That's part of the fallout. Um, so we'll see if the Republicans have had the cojones to do what they should do. John Warfell says, hey, you president demeanor was determined and sick of the Dems. Hashtag BS. Can't say what. Hey, John, love you. Hey, Ronnie Rayleigh. Joining me now. You know, in addition to sharing all my political views here, my political opinions, I was so thrilled to have my show go daily because I also want to be able to get content out there that's meaningful to you guys on a daily basis, something that you know, helps you, you know, make your lives better. Um, money, 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 right? 
Um, doesn't that make our lives better? Well, there's new kinds of currency out there, something called Bitcoin. I don't know what distinct Bitcoin is. I don't know what the block blockchain is. So that's why I got an expert with me tonight. His name is Carrie Lutz. I put it out there to you guys if you wanted me to do a segment on this. And many of you said, yes, you did. So Carrie uh, Lutz, welcome to the Andrea K Show. Well, thank you for having me on, Andrea. Okay, so, Carrie, I don't know anything about Bitcoin. I don't know anything about blockchain. I put it out there to my listeners. They did want to know what it was, what blockchain was, how it all worked. We don't have time to, you, you know, just the first time having you on the show, I thought we could maybe just kick off the discussion because it is kind of complicated. I had experts, supposed experts on my Facebook page, pro and con, kind of duke it out and left me just more confused than ever. Can we start tonight with you telling everybody what is Bitcoin and what is blockchain? Okay. Well, I'll try to simplify it as much as possible. I'm not a technical expert on it by any stretch, but I've bought and sold Bitcoin. Bitcoin is what you would call a cryptocurrency. Okay. There's algorithm, cryptology. The, it relies upon the blockchain, and many things can. The blockchain is a system of public ledgers and it tracks every transaction on every of every bitcoin ever created plus the new coins as they're created so the blockchain is this ledger it's resident on multiple computers around the universe around the around the globe it's immutable it's uncorruptible it can't be hacked so that's why the blockchain uh, applies to so many other technologies besides uh, cryptocurrencies. It has the potential to replace the stock market as we know it, which is why all these big banks are getting into it with two feet. And so in order to own Bitcoin, you either have to purchase it on an exchange and then hope that your exchange doesn't get hacked, which we've seen a number of large exchanges get hacked in recent times uh, there was one some kind of japanese uh, cryptocurrency they stole uh, over 500 million dollars worth of it in the click of a mouse several days ago well let so, me let me stop you there because i want to make sure we don't you know give too much out all at once and, and end up confusing people even more so bitcoin is yeah. one of many cryptocurrencies what is a cryptocurrency what does that mean well, it is a unit of measurement. But it's not but it's tokens. not physical. It's it's No, it's virtual currency. It's virtual. And you can't hold it in your hand. You either have to have a wallet, a digital wallet to hold your bitcoins or whatever cryptocurrency you're talking about, or you can store it on an exchange. There's even a way to print it out, which I don't recommend, but uh, people have done it. You can print out these tokens uh, with a barcode and a CR QR code, and it'll you know you scan it back. But okay. uh, but, but it's virtual. They're units. Yeah, okay. it is digital. And, and Bitcoin right? is it's just a, Bitcoin is just one of many of these cryptocurrencies. Yeah, correct. There's uh, over two thousand. I stopped counting when it hit two thousand. Uh, but there's probably 12 to 15 at this particular moment that have any type of future that are relevant to the discussion. And, and um, Bitcoin is Bitcoin is separate from blockchain. Blockchain is the system of security that um, keeps as as cryptocurrency is exchanged 
and moved about, it keeps it from being stolen, correct? Well, uh, it's, it's a transactional system for tracking transactions. It's a payment system. That's one of the beauties of it. Your current currency, your dollar bills that you hang, that you hold in your pocket, you go into a store and you give them, but they're not a payment system, if you will. So they're a payment system. It's, it's not so much the security. The security is just built into the algorithm, but the blockchain is a public ledger. So I can look at every single transaction on the ledger that has ever occurred in Bitcoin and every future transaction that will occur is going to be added to the blockchain. And this is the really exciting part of the technology. Uh, Most of the younger folk who are trading Bitcoin don't have any conception of what money really is. Um, They just like it because it's, it's cool, you know, it's a coolness factor. And they've made, uh, I've met 20-year-olds who've made hundreds of millions of dollars. Mm-hmm. So what's not to like about it? Right now, a Bitcoin is around $11,000. Um, For one Bitcoin. Put, yeah, one Bitcoin. If you put a dollar into the stock market in 2009 when it hit its bottom, and you put a dollar into Bitcoin, your dollar from the stock market with all dividends reinvested would be worth about $4, your dollar in Bitcoin would be worth several million. So Well, but we have we don't have regulation in this in this industry yet. And some people are saying once the governments get involved, because governments are all about regulating currency. So once the governments get involved, it's all going to crash and burn. What do you say to that? Um, I think that uh, I've studied regulation in my past life. I was an attorney. Uh, I believe what you're saying perhaps is true, but I think governments will eventually be forced to embrace it. You know, the greatest power that our government has, besides all the, uh, you know, aircraft carriers uh, boating around the globe, is the ability to print money. There's no greater control of the citizenry than printing out money. They can inflate, they can borrow money that they don't have into existence, finance all these programs that don't work. And, you know, if they had to actually live within their means and didn't have a currency that could be inflated or borrowed at will, things would be a lot different. So that does represent a threat to the established world order, to every government that issues a currency. But how these governments regulate them is a whole other issue because, you know, when uh, I always say when Bitcoin is outlawed, only outlaws will have Bitcoin, Mm -hmm. but it's a global thing. So if I hold my Bitcoin in in an exchange in Singapore and it's illegal in the United States, am I breaking any laws? Unless the governments of the world get together through the IMF to regulate cryptocurrencies, this is a losing battle. It's never going to happen. But I think eventually when they start realizing the threat, you know, right now the whole cryptocurrency space is worth less than a trillion dollars. Bitcoin's a couple hundred billion. Uh, It's not really that meaningful an asset. And the other Well, let me ask you this. Yeah. Uh, excuse me for interrupting because we've only got less than a minute left. Um, when I posed the question out there throughout the concept of Bitcoin, saying I want to do a segment on it, so many people said it's a Ponzi screen, scheme. That was the number one term that kept being thrown out by those who are anti-cryptocurrency. What do you say to them? 
it's not a Ponzi scheme, but it is a bubble. So if a bubbles are, you know, Ponzi schemes are, there's one guy who keeps just selling, collecting money to pay off previous investors. Now, Social Security is a Ponzi scheme. Cryptocurrencies are bubbles. The whole space could be construed as a bubble, but bubbles can go on a long time before they pop. All right. Carrie Lutz, how can people read your stuff and, and hear you also have a podcast? And how can people uh, get familiar with you? You're an author and an economic expert, and I think you've got the Financial Survival Network. How can people hear more? Uh, sure. Well, hey, my, uh, my articles are published on Newsmax, and uh, they can go over to financialsurvivalnetwork.com. All of my podcasts are up there. All of my writings are up there, as well as material for many other people around the, around the world. All right, Carrie Lutz, thank you so much for being here. Thank you. All right. I don't know if we answered everybody's questions on cryptocurrency and and blockchain. You know, I at least wanted to get get you guys a little bit of an overview on it and then direct you towards uh, where you can learn more from somebody who is considered to be an expert in all things economic and financial based. And that is Carrie Lutz. Coming back from the break, we're going to go have a little fun. We're going to have our Dead or Alive contest. It's the Andrea K Show. Stay tuned. Be sure to follow Andrea Kay on Twitter at Andrea Kay Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea Kay, spelled K-A-Y-E. If you don't have an estate plan, then the state, not you, will determine what happens to everything you've worked so hard to provide for your family. Hi, this is tax and estate planning attorney Rod Hatley. I know this not only because of my professional experience, but also having survived a seven-year probate after my father passed away. With the average home in California valued at $1.5 million, that equates to $66,000 in probate fees. The value in having an estate plan is avoiding conservatorship if you become mentally incapacitated and probate when you pass on. Call me for a free consultation at 858-792-3444. That's 858-792-3444. Your family will be dealing with enough. So give me a call at 858-792-3444. Home buying and selling can be a daunting and stressful experience. It will likely be the biggest financial purchase of your life. Hi, I'm Julie Mills Brennan, and I've been selling homes in San Diego for over 20 years. I've seen the market in its highs and in its lows, and through the years, I've immersed myself in nearly every market area. I realize that anyone can find you a house. I want to find you a home, a home that you will build great memories in. Call me or text me at 619-992-7113. Call me today. I would be honored to help you find your dream home. Shop the annual winter white sale at Everett Stuns. Known for the world's finest beds, bedding, and bath products, you'll find Italian linen, Egyptian cotton, and luxury down and silk pillows at great prices at Everett Stuns. And right now, you can save up to 40% on Yves Delorme bed and bath at the winter white sale. Includes all the beautiful French bed linens and down from their exclusive collections. Or refresh your bed and save 20% on all other fine European linens and down store-wide. Including pillows, duvets, cashmere throws, allergy control covers and more. Save 20% even on custom orders. Visit the beautiful Everett Stun Showplace on Girard next to Harry's Coffee Shop in La Jolla. Or take advantage of these same winter white sale prices when you shop online at everettstuns.com. Everett Stuns is the only destination where one visit is worth thousands of luxurious nights. Hurry in for the annual winter white sale going on now for a limited time only. 
Message and data rates may apply. Please don't text while driving. If you've been in business more than 20 minutes, you've probably printed your logo on all kinds of promotional products. We all know logos work because they're on everything from the top of skyscrapers to the bottom of shoes. Ever wondered why? Or how to best use your logo to grow your business? Let us show you today for free. We're 4imprint, promotional product experts at your service. We're giving away the latest issue of Amplify, the digital magazine that reveals promotional product success stories absolutely free to everyone who texts BAG11 to 88988. At 4imprint, we make your logo look perfect on thousands of promotional items. With our 100% guarantee, it'll be right the first time, on time, every time. Your free e-magazine will reveal invaluable insights that can attract new customers, build your brand, and grow your business. Get the latest issue of Amplify absolutely free by texting BAG11 to 88988. That's BAG11 to 88988. AM 1170, The Answer. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on AM 1170, The Answer. Welcome back to The Andrea K Show. It's time to have a little fun here. We like to have a little fun on The Andrea K Show. We like to play games, too. You know, growing up, my family, we were so competitive in my household that, you know, it's like we, it's like we had a family mission statement of, you know, we played to the death. We play to win. I mean, a, a game of Parcheesi in my house was like to the death, okay? We are competitive people. So I love games. So I'm glad to kind of revive an old game that I had um, when I first started the Andrea K Show called Dead or Alive. Really easy. I'm going to give out some names of celebrities. You're going to tell me if they're dead or alive. If you get more right than you got wrong, you win a prize. And tonight's prize, courtesy of Cirque du Soleil, is their new show that's coming to San Diego called Crystal. It's a breakthrough ice experience where world-class ice skating and daring acrobatics fuse to create the first on-ice experience ever from Cirque du Soleil. It's Cirque du Soleil Crystal coming to San Diego at the Valley View uh, Casino Center March 21st through March 25th. And here to play the game is Gary. Gary, are you ready? Yeah. Yes, I am. Okay. Now, um... These names it should be recognizable, but if not, um, you know, we're, you'll give, give it a go. Okay. Linda Lavin. Uh, I, think, I think Linda Lavin from Alice, I think she's alive. Yes. Ding, ding. Yeah. Yes. Okay, very good. Okay, Robert Wagner. Robert Wagner. Robert Wagner. Married to Natalie Wood. I think, yeah, I think he's still alive. Yes. Very good. Okay. Um, Bridget Bardot. <laughs> Bridget Bardot. Okay. Um, she's dead. Actually, she's alive. Oh. Yeah, she's alive. Good guess, though. That was a tough one. That's why I was laughing. Because I actually, ha- there's actually some hoaxes and things going on. There's like argument- arguments right now over the internet as to whether or not she's dead or alive. David uh. Bowie. Oh, I know David Bowie is dead. Yes. Okay, that was an easy one for you. Okay, Heath Ledger. Heath Ledger is dead. Correct. Very good. Okay, this one um, could be a tough one. This could be a stumper. Tom Brokaw. Tom Brokaw. Well, I saw him on TV on election night. Oh, okay. I think he's still alive. (laughs) Okay. Okay, I need to get better at my at my name. Yes, he's alive. His toupee just looks like it's dead. Well, I saw him too on election night. I don't know if he's alive though. I think they just propped him up. <laughs> they might have like weekend at Bernie's. Okay, this one might stump you, Gary. 
Wilt okay. the Stilt Chamberlain. Ooh, that's a good one. Um, I think he is dead. Yes, he is. Now, it, it, and it might have been it might have been the fact that this dude might have worn himself out because didn't he claim in a book that he had sex with like four hundred and something women? I thought like ten thousand or something. Oh, ten thousand. believe in anybody he had ten thousand women okay i don't anyway thank you gary for playing the game stay on you the bet. line there and dj carrot sticks will get you did he win i, I wasn't taking a tally yes he won he oh. only got one wrong he got bridget bardot wrong nice that was almost a perfect yeah he almost got a perfect score wow. not that that would have got him anything extra because we don't have extra tickets to give out here on the andrea k show but good job gary um i gotta round out the show i've got a few minutes left because um, my buddy Joey Esparza seems like he was disappointed that I had a money segment on the show. Um, I get that y'all love politics, um, and I like to, you know, I like to give y'all that red meat on that. But every night I try to give y'all some news you can use. I try to bring some topics that that you can go take into your life and somehow maybe make your life better. You know, get some more money in your pocket. That's why I've got my gal Michelle Cole on on now to talk about reverse mortgages. That's an amazing thing that can make people's lives better. Seniors increase their cash flow and just you know take stress off their lives um that that's why i've got a lot of my partners on my show because you know i want to give content that's beyond just my opinion every night of the show i'm happy to do that though um speaking of my opinion something i've been ragging on for years now is the hypocrisy one of the things i talked about last night is with the left they're trotting out a Kennedy and what they've done to women. I talked about that earlier on the show. Well, guess what? Uh, more hypocrisy from the left came out last night in terms of treatment for women. For 30 years, Hillary Clinton has not just been the cleaner, not just been the the, the woman who's going around behind the man and putting up with a husband who was sexually assaulting and abusing women. She wasn't even just the cleaner to him. She actually did what she could to help destroy the victims of the men in her life. And now, as she ran around, pretending like she was the victim of Bill Clinton, as she went around on the campaign trail acting like she was some kind of an advocate for women and she was going to be a part of this Me Too movement, she even said last year on the election trail, Hillary Clinton did, uh, that every uh, accusation, every woman deserved to be heard and be believed. Then we find out that in 2008, when she was running for president, she had some man on her staff, on her campaign, who she was told that she needed to fire him and she didn't No, what she ended up doing was punishing one of this man's victims and then sure enough as it's come out more hypocrisy from her it's just one more example of hillary clinton she is the spokeswoman for the she's worse to me now than ted kennedy because and well not worse because ted kennedy left a woman for dead but when you have the supposed head of the of the democrat party the woman who was the figurehead of the democrat party going around um a- acting as though the spokesperson as though the the democrat party actually is the party of women it it's time for women to wake up and realize who really cares about women who cares about women in in terms of their lives uh, who cares about women in terms of being treated properly in the workplace who cares who first of all you, you got to be born first right before you can be treated right who's the party that cares about the lives of little girls and women it's the republican party that's who shame on hillary clinton anyway thank you all for joining me tonight i'm out of time i appreciate everybody who is watching and listening and commenting on facebook live let's keep this conversation rolling i'm going to be right back here tomorrow night 6 to 7 p.m 
live, taking your calls. Have a great night, everybody. Love you all. The Andrea K Show is sponsored by Andrea K.